So I want you to take a second and revert back to the wrestling days. Not yours personally, but watching. Okay, because I, I did wrestle. I know. That's why I clarified very quickly. I didn't want anybody here thinking about you and them tight pants or whatever they call it, unitard thing. A singlet. So let's also think about, let's say you're going to walk in a room one night with your significant other, like, you know, ready for quality time. What res- wrestler's theme music would you want to play? Oh, God. What do you think? I mean, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> know your role and shut your mouth, jabroni. Wow. <laughs> I don't think you're going to get very far with that move, John. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I don't like your question. Uh-oh. I mean, what do you, what do you, Val Venus? No. I mean, it wouldn't be The Rock. The Rock would be too aggressive. Stone Cold would be too aggressive. Maybe uh, Shawn Michaels? I'm asking you just see where you'd go with this. I don't know. Where would you go? <laughs> Ric Flair. <laughs> you you would do the Space Odyssey? Da-da. <laughs> Robe and all, baby. <laughs> Done. You know what I'd probably do? Hulk Hogan. I am a real American. Oh, wow. All right, our guest, Abby, what about you? <laughs> <laughs> You're here. What, what's your wrestling theme music? The only... Well, I don't even, I don't think I know any wrestlers' theme songs, to be perfectly honest. You guys started talking about this, and I instantly am picturing Rocky, but that's boxing. That's fine. That works. That's all I got. All right, let's start the show. Everyone, my name is John Edwards, and with me is Zeke Baker, and together we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us a part of your day. Say hello to the folks, nature boy, Zeke Baker. <laughs> woo! Are you styling and profiling tonight? You know, it's almost like if you misspelled Aloha, you get a woo out of there somehow. I'm super excited. So we were recording a few shows tonight. One of my good friends, Abby, from the show Bourbon and Blondes, just happens to be in Nashville visiting family for Thanksgiving, she put out a story that she was getting Chattanooga whiskey. This is no lie. This is how this happened. (laughs) And she said, I'm getting Chattanooga whiskey. Dad's drink of bourbon would be proud of me. And I said, oh, wait, I forgot you're coming in town this week. Zeke and I are recording tonight. What are you doing? And she said, I can be here in 20 minutes. Yeah. And you were. I was. I drove very quickly. I'm, also, I'm, there's a lot of cops in Tennessee, so that was risky. From Spring Hill to Franklin? I don't know. I saw like five. It must be because it's a holiday weekend, because they're Gotta typically be. not out I like was that. flying, though. It felt great. It, it's now, granted, it was just like at a eating establishment or a Krispy Kreme, or they actually like, spread out. Oh, come on. Low blow. <laughs> I think it was Dunkin' Donuts. You never know who you ask. Listen, I will tell you, my dad, who is a retired sergeant, never ate donuts. Was well, not he a didn't donut live. Fan. Donuts John, are amazing. John, you've never had a McRib. I haven't had a McRib. But okay, I neither do, have I. I do like a McGriddle. That's also not a donut. It's not a donut, but it's a, <laughs> a pancake infused with syrup with sausage in the middle and a You're pancake right. infused remember with that, syrup on the bottom. That's what you got before the Willick pick, and I cussed you saying that damn syrup was going to be too thick and mask your tongue and it's going to affect you for the pick. I didn't have coffee. I had orange juice for you. Uh, I know. Baby steps. <laughs> I, I did. I you remember cussing in the car. Did you want to eat saltines? No, half the time we laugh because John's a big coffee person in the morning. Oh. So if and you go to a reason, pick in the morning, it's like coffee will stain your tongue. Yeah. And John always says, oh, it doesn't affect it. I'm like, bullshit. 
You drink coffee, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> but what he doesn't realize is with a three-year-old and also the fact that I edit the show and he doesn't, mm-hmm. and I get maybe four to five hours of sleep a night, Correct. I live on caffeine. So mm-hmm. I, I drink coffee and I probably drink too much soda. I throw a lot of water in there, too. But yeah, I'm the same. I, I need to stay awake. You're telling me the three-year-old causes more havoc than my four and one. Yeah. I'm talking about my three-year-old in particular. My three-year-old is like a sweet and sour patch kid. Oh, you know, no. She'll, she'll be the sweetest little Disney princess one moment, and then, and then she'll be slapping the you next. in the face mm-hmm. the next. So. I don't have children, and I'm the same with coffee. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, just you drink it from morning to night, and life is good. You got to live. And <laughs> you don't live when you're sleeping. You know, I don't get stuff done when I'm sleeping. I get stuff Except done. Except rest. Now. Yeah. But sort of important. Rest is overrated. Most days. Editing a podcast is not. True. I have to edit mine and it's a nightmare. You edit yours. Tell everyone before we get into this yeah. peerless bourbon that we actually have tonight. Tell everyone a little bit about your podcast because we're so happy. I mean, you just were on Perry's show. Yeah. This it was. is my bourbon podcast. Love Perry. Pear He's Bear. So great. Pear Bear. You got called. We didn't Pear call him Bear. Pear Bear, but now I will. Pear Bear is one of my favorite people. He is one of the nicest people. So great. His show is awesome. Mm-hmm. I Agreed. did a, a show with him. He still has to come on ours, but I actually did it so that that study room I was showing you, uh-huh. the way that we did it is that I recorded in my Zoom and he recorded in his Zoom. Yes. And then I sent him the audio. So we video chatted. That's how we did it. But then I sent him the audio from mine. I recorded because... You know, it's easier that way for us. But then he got the clean audio of both yeah. of them together. So much smarter than how we have been doing remote podcasts with Skype. And I'm not a tech person, but I happen to be our tech person. It's good, though, because you ask a lot of people for questions, which is a good thing. And there's a lot of people that are willing to help in the bourbon community. Oh, my but gosh. The bourbon community is phenomenal. We just like having in-person interviews. That's just... I support it. We just like the vibe because even if you're video chatting, it's still like, am I going? Are you going? Who's... You know, it's just... There's that little delay and it disconnects you a little. Tell everyone a little bit about your show because I am a big fan of your show. I listen to The Bourbon and Blondes. What should I say about it? It's Elena and I. And Elena's not here because she's in Cambodia. What's she doing there? That girl travels more than anybody I know. She's been to over like 45 countries. It's ridiculous. Must be nice. Yeah. I feel very um, plain talking to her. So it's Elena and I, and we talk, we do a bourbon tasting. We talk about the distillery of the bourbon, blah, blah, blah. We tie it into our word of the episode, which I thought was great on Perry's show. He copied us. He goes, I'm going to give you guys a word, and that's what we're going to talk about. And we're like, great. We're good at this. We tie the bourbon and the distillery into our word of the episode. It's like strength and courage and, you know, all those, like, inspiring words. Talk about what it means to our lives. And usually at the end, we either tie it into something funny that happened or female empowerment, you know, just talk about life. Which is good. I would do something like that on this show, but we don't. And and you shouldn't because I love your guys' show. And just the way it is. And the thing that we just kind of say is, and, and it was tough because I was talking to a female distiller about this. Mm-hmm. We don't love to mention if there's a woman on the show 
because I hate that stupid question. Like, so you're a woman in whiskey. What's that like, like? Having to talk about it. It shouldn't be a thing. It's not a thing. Yeah. But what they were saying, what the distiller said back is until it stops becoming a thing, it needs to be a thing. Mm-hmm. And I still hate that it's a thing. I mean, we have plenty of people. I know. <laughs> it is what it is, you know? It is what it is. But we just know that your podcast and you are people that really care about whiskey and you get into yeah. it and you do your research and, and we're still in the learning phase of all of it but you you put time in and mm-hmm. it's easy to tell when you listen to your show that you've researched the distillery mm-hmm. you know what's going on you have a yeah. little bit of history behind it and it's really cool you're getting out to a whole bunch of events in st louis and we love that. Yeah, you, you I had no just, idea there were so many events. Well, you guys just did a big thing for November. That was amazing. On like Fox Sports. Yeah, the Fox Sports Midwest Live. So St. Louis has like the um, Ballpark Village. So it's right by Bush Stadium. It's all kinds of bars, restaurants, whatever. So Fox Sports Midwest Live and like the Fox Sports uh, broadcast, it's all in that facility. So Fox Sports Midwest Live is like the bar stage, all of that. And they... Did they partnered with St. Louis Beard and Mustache Club, and we had this huge event. It was like for VIP, you got free bourbon tastings. So we had Lux Row was there, Angels Envy was there, Bullet was there. I don't know, just all kinds of stuff. Um, and we did a fundraiser, and there was a beard competition. This guy, they call him Pimp Daddy or something. I don't. He was in like this purple plaid suit, and his beard it looked like an octopus. So like he had done like tentacles and curled them up back towards his face it didn't move did he hairspray that i was way too intimidated to ask this question i was like wow this is amazing he goes thank you and he was like super humble he goes i'm number two in the country for freestyle beard competitions i'm like oh have fun (laughs) you know what the proper response would have been you know man if you keep working you could get number one i should have been like who's first <laughs> well no i mean just just hang in there maybe one day you'll get to be you number might get, one you're looking a little gray but you might get there i grow it a little bit and yeah. then i look at myself and eventually i shave it because i kind of look like a homeless person yeah same. if it goes too long mm-hmm. zeke has a, a pretty sweet mustache sometimes once everybody only wants. once one time when my first child was born, I decided I'd let my hair grow and ended up letting it grow long enough to donate it. Second child was born. He did have a really good man ponytail for a while. I wasn't going to do that experience again. It was just a little much. So you I thought, say. well, why not? We'll go with a mustache. I've never had one. My t- dad used to rock one for years. We'll, we'll see what old Zeke looks did, like. How did you feel about it? I think people took me way too serious about it. Like it, I did it completely jokingly. I had no aspiration of it looking good, so to speak, other than being mm. even and balanced. But it, it grew for some <laughs> it time. It was like crooked? No, I mean, I was saying, as long as it was you know even on both sides and whatnot, I was mm. fine with it. Okay. But I had no aspirations of it you know, ever looking good, even in my own eyes. And it was you, very much a joke. You are active in the Dad Shrinking Bourbon Facebook page. Yeah. And if you look at the Dad Shrinking Bourbon Facebook page, there are plenty of people on a daily basis that say, Hey, Zeke, I wish you still had your mustache. Do they provide reasoning like, for this it? This is me with a long beard. That is really long. I went for a while and really let it go. Yeah, <laughs> that much. got nixed. It just gets too froey. Like it, it's. I need one of those combs that keeps it down but i'm trying to find one a good one of zeke let's see <laughs> that's fantastic 
Well done. Zeke likes my cowboy shirt in that picture. Oh, well. You're going to go. You got to go all out, right? I mean, Elena jokes about waxing her mustache all the time. So <laughs> she has. A, I don't think she has a mustache. No, because she waxes it. So you would never know. Good for her. You should do that for your head, John. It'd be easier than shaving. So I will tell you that every February, and you are invited now, and make sure you bring Elena, uh, we do a Dad's Trigger Bourbon anniversary party. Oh, fun. So that picture, that last picture from was that. from our anniversary party. So we just do a big bottle share. We tell everybody oh, yeah. to, to come on in and hang out. It's at Zeke's Dang. Airbnb. We have a good time. I want to let you know that today's show is sponsored by cascartel.com changing the industry standard in how you receive your alcohol they are like the amazon of the spirits industry so what they do is they match together merchants with buyers so if you go to cascartel.com you're going to find a place that's selling whiskey vodka tequila mezcal gin scotch whatever it is you're going to find something they're going to be there you order it, it shows up right at your door. Also, follow them at Cast Cartel on Instagram. They're always doing cool giveaways. Right now, they're doing a Pappy giveaway of Pappy samples. Go to castcartel.com, get the world's best spirits delivered directly to your door, and follow them on Instagram at Cast Cartel. Sounds like a much uh, better late night match than swiping left or right. Yeah, yeah, been there. <laughs> It was a while ago, but I've been there. <laughs> you can't hate on it. Some people love it. It is a good pastime. Like, I mean. Yeah, you got that two second judgment and it's almost addictive. I almost think it's like going to a bar because there has to be like an attraction. True. So it's you're going to a bar and, and you're getting past that. Do I find you attractive thing? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, well, now I have to talk to you. And that's when cheesy people say, like, how many pushups can you do? Yeah. It's got to be rough out there for you. My opener on dating apps has and probably will always be if I ever download them again, chicken and waffles or biscuits and gravy. Ooh. And depending on that answer, conversation moves forward or not. You got to tell everyone what's the right answer. No, because anybody who listens is going to be like, oh my God, if I match Abby on Bubble, I have to say this. They're going to be blowing up your Instagram (laughs) and being like, hey. I've never been blonde. I choose this. Denied. I got some biscuits and gravy. You want to come over? <laughs> no, nobody makes better gravy than me. Sorry. It's so conditional, though. It's all about where you're getting it. The gravy or the biscuits? It's all the whole the whole meal <laughs> aspect. The whole chicken and waffle, the biscuit and gravy. I mean. Well, I mean, yeah, but in general, you got to pick one. Yeah, I'd be the, the assholes like, all right, well, where are they coming from? Like, I at least have to know that what much. Kind, is it a free range chicken? No, no, like like the name of the location serving it or who's making it. Like, like what restaurant? Like yeah. is it Loveless Cafe Biscuits? You've never been to is Loveless Cafe. Is that here Cafe? in Nashville? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't yeah. live here, so I don't know. I think it's overrated. The biscuits there, though, I could go there all the time. Overrated. What about Biscuit Love? I'm not waiting in a three-hour line. If you go to the one in Hillsborough Village, it's not. Oh. There's one in Franklin now, too. I don't doubt it. But no, I mean, you know, soul food. That's all about who cooks Bad it. Bad biscuits are... Exactly. That's why it's hard to put out two options of like Southern comfort, soul food kind of things. And then say you got to pick one of these two without knowing who's presenting. So like if we match on Bumble and you come at me with this as your answer, like 
on match block. You would you can't, block over you that? Can't, oh, no, no, you no. Gotta, it's, it's, it's way too early of a question. Mind. It's too early of a question, but nope. at the same time, I couldn't in good faith answer it without knowing. <laughs> Which restaurant we're going to where you would have to Who's order serving this? it? <laughs> See, I think it's a direct... I mean, it could even be something as dumb as like... Mama's home cooking. We're sold. I'll trust whoever Mama is. Right. But well, at the same time, you say something, you know, janky. Like, oh no, 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 no. I think the problem is we've drank too much whiskey. <laughs> so someone could be like, okay, I have a Four Roses pick, and Zeke and I would be like, all right, what tier is it? What warehouse is it? What recipe is it? Like, there's there's a lot of there's other. There's so questions. many more questions. There's yeah. a lot of variables, and True. then it's like, okay, well, is it buttermilk? Waffles, or is it a fruit waffle? Like, is it a blueberry waffle? Because I wouldn't put blueberry waffles with chicken. Who? Yeah, no. Well, no, I'm saying I wouldn't do it (laughs) with chicken. I wouldn't do it, John. You're going in timeout soon, buddy. (laughs) I'm just saying I wouldn't do that. Why would you even bring it up? Because what if some asshole out there wants to have blueberry waffles with chicken? Serial killer. That's not acceptable. Well, no. Let's just say hypothetically, never even entered my mind. (laughs) I'm just saying in yours. Hypothetically, say that that her correct answer is chicken and waffles. And then some freak show says like blueberry waffles and chicken. You're going to be like block, block Nobody even block. has that on the menu, though. Some what, people do. The no. People do. What restaurant has a, a, IHOP. this type of waffle on the menu? With okay, well, if chicken. you're taking me to IHOP, it's over anyway. <laughs> no. It's a good question, guys. This is why it starts a conversation. Yeah, but you, I feel like you'd be very judgmental very quickly. Oh, 100%. <laughs> based up. But if answer. I come at you with a judgment and you can't back it up, then... Oh, I mean, but do you at least give them a chance to defend themselves yeah, after they say they're always. wrong? Okay. Oh, yeah. All right. That's but, good. You give them the benefit degree, of though, doubt. You know, if you're going to ding them for the IHOP, what about the Waffle House? I don't know. What time of day are we going to Waffle House? Midnight or later. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up. That's when it's good. That's when the you rest get of the, the day you're like, ooh, I can't eat there. Pass. <laughs> That's when you get those smothered Thumbs and covered hash browns. <laughs> it, it's something about having like cheese just all over the hash browns at like oh, two in the morning. There, was, there may or may not have been a waffle cheese. house on like the walk home from downtown in college. And at least maybe one time I may have forgot to pay. And then I was in there again. They were like, hey, bud, you uh, forgot to pay last time you were here. You were with a girl we didn't want to make you look bad but uh could you pay these people (laughs) like yes thanks all right we are 22 minutes into this episode and we haven't drank what we have here we have a sample of peerless bourbon it is four years and three months old there are two barrels that were actually put into this so there's one that was 1292 days and one that's 287 days i'm not 100 percent sure how that works same juice two barrels you take it out of one you put it in another and that's the length of time that it sat in each one it was distilled and, and barreled Set in the first barrel for how many ever days you just said and then the, the big, no- the the big number barrel for the next one yep i'm following you and I don't know, honestly, if that's intentional or not. I do remember seeing something like a, a promo or an article or something they put out, and it, was, it had a video clip. And it did talk about them having some leakers and, and other whatnot with their barrels and having to, you know, move the juice instead of losing it. But that the TTB would still let you call that a single barrel and whatnot. Again, by no means very well educated or versed on that. Just something I saw one day uh on the phone. That's not the first time you've made that statement about exactly. anything. Exactly. It does say it's a double oak. They do call it out. Another thing about Peerless we should mention, you know, they have their two-year-old rye, which was 
later a three-year-old rye. We have reviewed that before on the show. But just like the rye, this is a sweet mash. So they completely clear out the still after every run, clean that out, and put all new stuff in before the next run. And if you listen to our latest episode with Wilderness Trail and Dr. Pat Heist, he does kind of go into that a little bit more because Wilderness Trail does a sweet mash. So there's a whole bunch of stuff, you know, when he was talking about the sour mash that is left over is not as cool as people think it is. It's not actually saving as much as distilleries would tell you that it was. And I would trust Dr. Pat over a lot of other people on that. But if you want more details, I know we're already pretty deep into this episode anyway, but if you want more details, go ahead and listen to that wilderness trail episode. Zeke, I would have you go first, but a lady is here and she is a guest Abby, pressure is on. No pressure. What did you get I on the nose here? Know. Guys, I'm so bad at this. I cheat half the time. What? I like look it up. I'm like, okay, do I smell this or do I not? I'm, I'm a rookie. Close your eyes and picture whatever it is. Like if it's pepperoni pizza, it's pepperoni pizza. Now I'm going to tell you Peerless smells like pizza. Well, no, don't. But I'm saying like whatever it is. Like We're getting a little citrus on the nose. How about that? You don't have to say it's like anise and marzipan and all that. If you're like, this tastes like vanilla ice cream or this smells like vanilla ice cream. It does not taste like vanilla ice cream. I don't even know. I'm just throwing out things. I don't know. A little spice, but I don't know. Nothing really stands out. Zeke? Nose-wise, initial take, it, it reminded me of like opening a bag of marshmallows. And not that it smelled overly like strong and pungent toward a marshmallow, but like marshmallow dust, if that's a thing. Like very, <laughs> literally like very, Fair. very faint of, of like opening a thing of marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Um, just that remnant scent that you, you kind of pick up a little bit. Diving a little further in, to me, I really got a strong presence of uh, red corn, like strong red corn. I don't know if that's what they're using their mash, but to me, it really reminds me of, of that specific kind of smell that comes off of the stuff that's had red corn in it. I get big orange. I know you said citrus, Abby, but... Um, we can narrow it down to orange. But I get a big orange kick on the nose. I do get a little bit of, like, that sweet marshmallow. That it, it's say. literally I know just saying, the dust. But it's... it's Like a bag of Lucky Charms, almost. But, but yeah, I mean, whatever that... And dusty. That that mm-hmm. co- that comes off is kind of there. Not like when you eat it or have one right up under your face, but you yeah, got you, you, you got it in your hands and it kind of wafts up a little bit. Well, I mean, I think the thing on this one is when you take a nose, it's almost like the dust went up in your nose, like it's it's like coating mm-hmm. the hair that's in there, and then you're kind of like, all right, that's where I'm getting the dust. It it just like it feels like there's stuff coming off the top. I mean, I was talking about like smelling a, a dusty remnant, not like a dusty substance going up my nose. No, but it kind of... I mean, it, it feels like the same, <laughs> sort of. I uh, know it doesn't. See, she gets me. <laughs> <laughs> You're out, See, see ya. <laughs> Here, we're, we're about to call it dad and blonde drinking. <laughs> <laughs> You've been voted off the island. What'd you get on the taste here, Zeke? I already said what I tasted. Oh. I, I pay attention. She did say what she tasted. I don't know if there's anything to add. I feel like when people talk about it, they kind of like circle back and say, okay, maybe this or that was there. Just give them a fair chance. What did I say it tasted like? I forgot. Heat? I don't I'm know. So I didn't. focused on marshmallow dust. <laughs> I can't get past that. <laughs> um, you said you didn't really get much of anything. 
is what you did say. Mm. Is you're like, I'm not really getting a whole lot. Nothing strong, yeah. No, palate-wise, I'm the same there. I mean, literally from the tip of the tongue to the back, I just get a fair singe. I mean, the proof on this is only 107.4, but literally I, I just get singe front to back, hardly any profile or flavor. Then kind of going off of a, a little bit of a tangent, I almost wonder if it's something to do with the barrels or the char, or the way they're aging or something. But, you know, their their rise that we've had, to me, they have an extremely you know, strong char influence of just saltiness and puckered up. I mean, literally, there was one or two of those single barrels that were so dry, it was hard to, like, swallow down because literally my whole mouth felt like it was going to just invert. To me, at this point, I just have to equate that coming off of the, the char or the barrel Otherwise, I don't know why juice would have th- that component to it. There's nothing in the mash that should yield that type of profile. I can see a lot of people liking this, though. For a four-year, if you like that profile, it's not bad. I mean, there's what not... profile burn? No. Drink moonshine. I think it's... <laughs> I, I think it's people that like a dry wine. That's kind of what... I mean, I've had bourbon and whiskey aged in... Cab barrels. And we, we're not big fans of that. Yeah, I know. We're they're not. not I know they're not that hot though. They have a different profile. They're dry. They're not hot. They're though. dry. Yeah, this is a more. I mean, that's just like this is a burn. A weird prickly, spicy kick, literally from the tip of the tongue to the back. Which those are different senses. You know, you shouldn't get that, especially from something that's barely over a hundred proof. And it's not my most favorite. There's not a lot that makes it stand out either way. You know what they did is they came out with a safe pour. Where, I mean, I know you're getting heat. I, just like our palates are different, I don't always get the same heat as you. I do get the dryness mm-hmm. on here, but it's not well, Did you taste anything? I, do you have any specific notes? Not really. And that's the problem is where I said it's safe, right? That it's just like, oh, someone's like, oh, there's nothing here that's You're really... not going to offend somebody who doesn't like something. Yeah. Yeah. But. You still got to taste something. I think you offend them when you put it out at you know, 75 to 100 for a four-year whiskey that doesn't really have an outstanding taste either way. That's where I think Peerless Biggers' problem has been, you know, from the rye that originally was priced at 120 bucks Mm -hmm. when it first came out a few years ago. And then you have this bourbon that's 70, 70 to 100 bucks. I just don't think it's priced according to the taste that I get from it. This is a forty yeah. a forty dollar pour. That's fair. That Heaven Hill we had was seven years and forty dollars. I'll buy cases of that before I'd buy an ounce of that. I think Tennessee has proven that you can have craft distilleries that come out with a good product for not a, a, a price that's gonna break the bank. And to me, I just would not spend that much for this. Not after tasting it, no. But that's why you got to taste everything because you got to find out for yourself. And you're going to start finding out. You're going to put out those ISOs like one ounce. Please give me one ounce of whatever. I yeah, just I usually go to the M20 bars. Killer. Another ounce of M20 coming? Oh, nice. We did that before. We did a Michter's 20. Nice. We got an ounce of it each. Wow. We paid that's 75 fun. bucks for an ounce each to do a show. Wow. That's why we don't make money on this show. Yikes. I just go to my favorite bars and I'm like, okay, what's new? Let's taste it. And then I'm in or I'm out. 
that's what you should do. I mean, you should get out there. You should taste stuff. You should see what you like and go for that. I think, is everyone... It's a eh, for me. Zeke? Yeah. I mean, I would pass at this point. I don't have an official rating. Um, I just said, eh. I mean, honestly, there's just no flavor. And if three people don't taste anything but a singe and from the tip of your tongue to the very back, something's just not right in there. I didn't have a singe, but I, I just think there's a lot of alternatives I would go to for something like this. Like, I, I think if they're trying to make a balanced, enjoyable pour, I think there's other distilleries that I would go to first. Mm-hmm. For now. You never know. Maybe they come out with something better. Yeah. You get that flavor right. I do want to mention that all of our glassware is provided by distilleryproducts.com. If you are a bourbon group, if you are a store, if you are a distillery, go to distilleryproducts.com. We have a whole bunch of people that come to us all the time and say, you know what, John, Zeke, Thank you guys for passing me over to distilleryproducts.com and Vicky's great over there. And we got Glen Karen's or we got Wee Glen Karen's. The Wee Glen Karen's, the oh, it's a Wee Glen Karen. They have those at distilleryproducts.com. They have the Tooth glass. They have the uh, the Dram glass. They have the Neat glass. All that kind of stuff. They have flasks. They have decanters. It's wholesale pricing. It's great stuff. Great people. Laser etched. Go to distilleryproducts.com. Abby, tell everyone thank you so much for coming, first and foremost. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me on uh, 30 Second Notice. It's okay. Tell everybody <laughs> where they can go to find out more about Bourbon and Blondes. Uh, well, Instagram's probably the best. So, at Bourbon and Blondes on Instagram. We have a Facebook. It's Bourbon and Blondes on that. And then our website, bourbonandblondes.com. Awesome. Very simple. Straightforward. Zeke, the folks can find us on Instagram at Dad's Drink Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Facebook at Dad's Drink Bourbon. Find us wherever you download your podcast, wherever you go, we are on it. Please leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave an open and honest review about the whiskey we drink. We did provide our own sample of Peerless this week, so we did not get it from them. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Playing Mario Kart. Cheers. Ciao. (laughs)